Welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fossett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Wow, welcome, welcome. This is Gemma, and I'm so thrilled to be here with you this morning. So um, I have this glimmer of an idea to talk about, and we're just going to dive in, see where it takes us, because it has to do with recapturing the essence of being human. I might have to write that down. Because <laughs> that, I don't know, that just came to me. I'm going to write it down really quickly. Recapturing, here I am writing, I'm a slow writer, the essence of being human. Okay, I got to write that down because it's really amazing. And um, all right, so what am I talking about? Well, I'm talking about the fact that we got so comfortable, so comfortable in our cozy houses, driving in our, our lovely cars, on our lovely roads, to our so-so jobs, um, coming home and um, doing the same thing over and over and over again. And this condition we thought was okay because guess what? We were doing what we were supposed to do, all right? And we would get anxiety if the job wasn't up to par for the expectations of our families or us. And we would change jobs to find that perfect job. And that would be the stress in our lives. But what if... What if the true stress was never about the wrong job or the wrong partner or the wrong um, town to live in or not enough money? What if the true stress was that you were not living in your fullest potential self? Now, when I say fullest potential self, for many of you, you get the idea like, I'm not making enough money, um, I'm not with the best person, I'm, uh, it's not the, the house I envision myself living in, or I'm not living in a house at all, I'm living in an apartment. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about being fully authentic. That is what I'm talking about. Because that fully authentic you will bring into the scope of your reality all of the other. The people, the partners, the money, the opportunities. It will bring it in. But what does this fully actualized person look like? This fully authentic person, what do they look like? They look happy. They look fun. They look like children. They look like mature, responsible, having a great time five-year-olds. That's what they look like. So let's, and when I say five-year-olds, I'm talking about healthy children, not traumatized or abused children. So, um, oh, this is just so wild. Like, how do you get back there? Well, you remember the freedom to be five. You didn't worry about money. 
You know, animals don't worry about how they're going to eat. It doesn't mean that money won't come. People, you've learned all the skills to work this environment. Now you have to reactualize yourself. You have to go back into the essence of being human, which is really what your your small children are like thriving in because they're just back in their human bodies and they're they're living high. They're they're your three-year-olds, they're your two-year-olds, your four-year-olds, they're running free. So they are so much more close to that inspired action. They just go with it, go with it, go with it. You know, the shiny ball syndrome. And what I'm saying is that if you could let go of all of the programs you forced on yourself or brought on yourself, or signed up for programs like, if I don't do the dishes, I'm going to punish myself emotionally that I'm a bad person for the rest of the day. I can't believe I forgot it. If my child doesn't do what they're supposed to do, I will torment them because that's what we do. We torment ourselves when we don't meet our own expectations. What if you didn't have any sort of expectation other than to be present other than to be available for that God source energy to come through you and light you up. To feel in this present moment. Like I got to see frog eggs in my tank. It was for a very short time. It was the best escargot my little fishies have had in a long time. But I got to witness it because I was present. I got to witness I get to witness a lot in my fish tank because I show up at the right moment. It's almost as if there's an invitation from the universe. I love seeing babies in my fish tank. And I got to see frog eggs one day and the little tiny, tiny microscopic tadpoles in it. And then the next day I got to see baby guppies born. I mean, how cool is that? And it's because I've told the universe I love to see that. I don't tell it I love to see dead fish in my tank. I don't look look around and... Uh, dread seeing a dead fish in my tank. No, I look for all the abundance. This is what I'm looking for all the time. And I'm looking for it in my own life. And I'm, I'm wanting to be present. And I'm wanting to bring in that celebratory like, wow, here's something that wasn't planned for. Here's another surprise from nature. That's what I want to see. It's totally what I want to see. This is um really exciting time. You know, there was this thing called The Great Reset. There was a book written about it or two. I don't know much. I didn't read the book. But I'm just saying I'm not making this up. (laughs) There was this idea for a Great Reset. It's not happening now in that way. Um, It's interesting, though, because um, we are in some type of reset. We are in some type of, like, let's do it different. But what if we don't have to see this as a fearful thing? What if we can see it as an opportunity for us to step into our highest potential, to get out of those old norms that we've conditioned ourselves to think of as the all, 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 uh, the great all that is. You know, oh, you know, I'm on point. I had, I went through school. I got a career. I got married. I had children. I'm lining myself up for retirement. That isn't what we are meant to be doing here. I am winging this, people. You know, I'm getting the information as I go. What if 
what we were meant to be here was children. What if we were meant to create? What if we were meant to um, notice what was lacking around us and to be the great bringers of it? And for some of you, this is small stuff. And for others, like, I love solving problems. I love it. I thrive on it. I light up when someone says, hey, could you help me with this? Like, I don't know. I don't, I'd like to figure this out or um, I'd like to find a solution to X. And you know, the best relationships I have are ones where I co-create solution. The more we open up, the more the solution can be co-created. But if we're not even having opportunities to find solution, I mean, because look at, we lived in a society where you could just pick up your phone and order something. No solution necessary. I mean, that's the extent of it. Or find this product or, you know. What if it wasn't just about hiring someone to do something or buying something? What if it was more than that? What if it was using these things to be more present, but we're not. We're using these things to be less present. I hire someone to mow my lawn. I don't have to do it. I don't have to paint my house. I don't have to um, feed my fish. I don't have to um, walk my dog. What if you were meant to be so present that walking the dog was your morning meditation? And what if, um, what if you knew how to follow the bouncing ball of co-creativity. Oh, so good too. The bouncing ball of co-creativity. Because I love that. I love that bouncing ball. I love what's next. And all I hone into when I am doing the co-creating with God's source energies, I just hone into the next step for me. I don't need to know the big picture all the time. I don't need to know the next 10 steps. That's ludicrous because those next nine steps don't operate in this now moment. They're not the present moment work. So um, all I need to know what's right now and do it and do it. And this is what children do. All right. When I say be like a child, I'm saying, what is your inspired action for this moment? Now do it. Mm-hmm. Now do it. And don't you don't need to know the end all. You don't need to have a, a mental understanding sometimes for the inspired action that you're doing. It is that thinking, thinking, thinking that can do so many people in. Because I, I used to stand in my house 30 years ago when I bought my house and my first husband, we'd, he would stand in a room and say, okay, I want to do this, but in order to do that, I have to do this. In order to do that, I have to do this. And he was trying to go all the way back so he wouldn't screw himself over starting something and then not being able to move forward because something was in his way. Now, that is all, sounds good, doesn't it? Sounds practical. But the thing was, because he wasn't co-creating and God wasn't involved in that process, it was him and his brain I think they call that mental masturbation. Um, Because of that, he would stand there for two hours. And this was a very capable person thinking about it and not getting started. And, you know, I saw that a few times and I was like, whoa, this is a pattern we don't want to keep repeating. I mean, now we have like, you know, nine hours under our belt just standing around, you know, so... When we get thwarted like that, 
we end up saying to ourselves, this is not what I want. This is not, how do we say it? We say, it must be the job is overwhelming me or else I would have done something. So I'm not doing this or I don't want to do this because it's overwhelming. What if in reality, it was the mental masturbation that was overwhelming and you got to cut that nonsense out and just do, just do. I am a doer. I'm just going to dive in and do something. And then what happens is as I'm doing it, the problems show themselves and I tackle them as I go. And I tackle them because I love solving, finding solution. I love finding solution. I'm not even going to say the problems, but because for me, they're not problems. They're just like the next, um, what do you call it, player on the on the field and I'm going to recognize that they're there and recognize what they're bringing to the game and I am going to create solution around that. Creating solution. Children do this effortlessly until they, you know, bang their heads and all. But they do have a knack of always finding a solution. Even if they cut themselves, what is the solution? Mommy's the solution. A band-aid's the solution. A good cry is the solution. A change of direction. So, I, I'm like pretty excited. So, okay, let's go back to the fact that you are not, this is not optional. This waking up, this, um, this shift in our society, this great reset that's showing up more as a great awakening and a releasing of the old is not optional anymore. A lot of people are not going to want to do this and they're going to choose to leave this reality in one form or another. It's up to you if you want to leave the reality. So, I think we're doing great. I think we're doing really great. And I think we have to keep doing what we're doing. And if you recognize yourself grasping an old pattern, just let go. Open those hands up and let it go. It might feel unfamiliar to be without that pattern. It's like, ah! You know, if I don't have that pattern, what if I don't get out of the door on time? If I don't have that pattern, what if I forget to take a shower? If I don't have that pattern, what if I don't make enough money to pay my bills? What if I never get to retire? (laughs) Let it go. Just let it go. I've realized in my own co-creative process, I don't ever want to sit on a couch every day. I don't ever want to just drive around the United States in my vehicle. I, I am a creator. I want to savor life. And that is what I'll do. Regardless of whether I'm planting plants in the ground, I'm doing ABC on people, I will do that until I no longer can do it. And I see myself as enjoying it every moment. And I see God as always giving me the means and the way and the solution to do. Oh, so exciting. It is so, so exciting. We get to choose to live here. We get to choose to leave here. And a lot of people are choosing to leave. And it's totally okay. Let others do their journey their way. It's all beautiful. Let it happen. You're here not to judge, 
not to set expectation, but to live in the present moment, co-create with God's source energy to create that which has never been before. That is how we do it. The mind cannot create beyond what is already here because that's what it knows. It is only in that ability to like reach deep within, to reach deep within in such a way that it lifts us up and out into the cosmos of possibility, the cosmos of co-creative solution. And that's what we want to do. But we, it starts with loving ourselves unconditionally. So this is the thing. A lot of people are like, yeah, but I had it so good before this. Why do I have to do this new thing? Because it was the only real thing all along. And what you were doing before you were co-creating with the oneness was illusion. And it's time to step out of that illusion and start living the real, authentic, fully actualized you. You're going to do that through loving yourself. You're going to do that through receiving inspired action and acting on it. And just being okay with the fact that we're entering a new reality and you've got to let go. And God, source energy, will show you the way. I have absolute faith and my life is a a living expression of this. People look at my life and they don't know. They don't understand. I didn't follow the rules. This life I have is, is printed again and again with my own thumbprint, not with my parents or my grandparents or societies. It has my fingerprints all over it. It has God's fingerprints all over it. And it is, it is a robust, uh, uh, what would you call it? Bubbling, gurgling cauldron of creativity and solution and possibility, and opportunity, and prosperity, and abundance. All of these things. And love. So much love. The love I have overflows to everyone around me all the time. And when I am not being present, not happening. So, I'm sending you lots of love today. And if you want any assistance, just call me. Bye now. Love you. Thank you for joining us on that happiness show if you'd like more information or have questions you can reach me at gemmafaset.com or 401-699-6142 private sessions are available as well as retreats it is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again thank you for listening this is gemma Fossett, host of that happiness show